This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome along to the Bet Rivers Cricket Show with me, Ed Hawkins, and this is your World Cup preview show. I'm joined by John Wright, former Oz compiler. John, are you ready to tell us who wins the World Cup? I hope so, Ed. Yeah, looking forward to it after a long summer of cricket and now the World Cup starts in this autumn, so I'm ready to crack on. Good stuff. Uh, let's start with the Bet Rivers futures markets. Uh, it's basically the outright who is going to win this 48-game tournament. We'll give you a bit of background as to how it all works and... Um, it's not it's not particularly straightforward. Um, there are two semi-finals, but we'll go through it all and give you the best picks at the end of the show. John will pick two best picks. I'll pick two best picks. We'll look at other markets as well. Top tournament run scorer, top tournament wicket taker on this episode of the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. But look, let's deal with that futures market first up. We've got India plus 200 favourites to win the title. They are the home team. They're hosting... Um, uh, England are next best, all the threes, plus 333, three, followed by Australia, plus 450, Pakistan, plus 700, South Africa, who are well fancied, at plus 800, New Zealand, plus 1,000, Sri Lanka, plus 2,500. We're getting into the dregs now of this tournament. Um, I can say now we don't expect to be taking any of these prices, uh, although they're big numbers. Bangladesh, plus 3,300 Afghanistan plus 6,600 and the Netherlands plus 75,000. John, it's a tournament which is set up basically to favour your short price teams because the ICC want marketable games, they want TV revenue. So it's a 10 team tournament. They play nine games each. The top four from that group go through to the semi finals. So it's almost very, very difficult to see. Uh, those teams from Sri Lanka and below getting the minimum, absolute bare minimum, five games needed to break into that top four. And that would be with with weather around. They may well need to win six. Um, so likes of India, England, Australia could afford to lose three games like England did in 2019. So, John, first up, are we, are we ruling out a big shock winner in this tournament? Yeah, exactly what you said, Ed. The, the, the tailor in the tournament where the cream should rise to the top. I mean, the the, the outright betting, the percentages is 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 uh, built around the top six teams, and I expect four of those teams to make the semi final. I think it's a big ask to the likes of Bangladesh, uh, uh, Afghanistan, uh, Sri Lanka, and the Netherlands. I'll be surprised if the Netherlands actually win a game. You're you're, you're expecting them, you know, for them to get to the semi finals, they've got to win probably four games of cricket and maybe have a couple of washouts where they get points as well. So I don't think that's going to happen. I think the the semi-finalists will be four of the top six in the betting. Okay. Um, Easy question, John. Who wins it? Well, I think India, 
looking at looking at the teams on paper, India are the strongest. They've got home advantage. Admittedly, they haven't won any, um, haven't won a World Cup since 2011, famously when Sachin Tendulkar was involved. Uh, the expectation is very, very high. I do like them. That the fact that their their bowlers now are coming to the boil just at the right time, especially the seamers in the Asia Cup. Suraj and Shami both performed excellently, and Jasprit Bumrah has come back after a long injury. He's very fresh. So their seam attack looks very, very strong. And then to add to that, they've got the two of the best spinners in the world in Ravi Jadeja and Ravi Ashwin. Obviously, with the leg spinner, Kuldeep Yadav as well, who's a perfect foil. And, and I think a lot of people are expecting high things of him in this World Cup. So the bowling is definitely the best on paper. Uh, India's batting, again, is very, very strong. There's some good players like Jaiswal. Um, and and Samson and that are not even in this squad that shows how the the top six is very very strong and I think looking at the other teams you can pick holes in a lot of the other teams and I think England especially England won the World Cup in 2019 they were the best side then going into that World Cup they had home advantage even though they lost three games they still won it and they didn't really deserve to win it this England side is not as strong especially in the bowling department the bowling lacks. Uh, game time, especially with the seamers, the likes of Mark Wood hasn't played enough cricket, ODI cricket, played a lot of franchise cricket and test match cricket, hasn't played much ODI cricket. So I think England's bowling is a little bit uh, lacklustre. And that's why I think out of the first two in the betting, I think India are worthy favourites. And then also we can probably pick a few holes in the other teams, like Australia. Again, always come to the party, always there or thereabouts. But again, only got one spinner in their side, um, Adam Zampa, frontline spinner. They're going to have to bowl exalt um, people like um, Maxwell and probably Travis Head are going to have to bowl some overs because they're going to have to probably bowl 20 overs of spin. So I think there's a, probably a, a question marks about them as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think India, out of the first three in the betting, India deserve to be strong favourites, Ed. OK, India minus 125 with Bet Rivers to, to reach the final. That might be a... Uh a more easy way to make some money on this World Cup. Uh, England plus 120 to reach the final. Australia plus 165. Uh, let's just briefly touch on some of those other teams. If we think England and Australia are dodgy, and I do agree with you, John, about England, certainly. Uh, one thing they had in their favour in 2019, they were so reliable in the chase, but their win percentage in the chase has absolutely collapsed now to about 30-odd uh, percent. Um, and it's generally a, a marker for a good team and a, and a not so good team how they do in a chase batting second because it's all about nerve and technique under pressure and England's just isn't really holding up anymore. Um, Australia, agree with you. I don't understand why they've not taken another specialist spinner and that could cost them on games where they're on pitches which are going to turn more and more perhaps as as the tournament goes on and there is doubts about Maxwell's fitness. Um, South Africa is everybody's fancies really you're talking to people about uh, this tournament who wins it wins it, and South Africa plus 800 but I will tell you now there's a big warning about their bowling and the worst economy uh, in this tournament even Netherlands are tighter in the field but South Africa plus 300 to reach the final the Kiwis plus 350 runners up last time and so reliable John in terms of this tournament uh, they were runners up in 2015 as well, and they made the semi-finals in the two tournaments previous to that. They're just a big team for the big tournaments. Um, 
who's going to break into that top four? You think South Africa can do it, or or, or do the Kiwis do it again? Out of the, out of the two teams you mentioned there, South Africa and, and New Zealand, as you say, New Zealand last two World Cups got to the fi- final on both occasions. That wasn't in the subcontinent. I think their subcontinent cricket is is not as good. They've just had a series against uh, Bangladesh. Um, so and, and also looking at their side, there seems to be a lot of players at the end of their career, the likes of Williamson, Salvi, um, you know, uh, Trent, Trent Bolt, you know, coming to the end of the year. There doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, new players coming through on, I mean, in, in the New Zealand side, other other sides have seemed to be a lot more stronger and got a lot of youngsters coming through. So that's my worry with uh, New Zealand is the fact that they're uh, there seem to be a bit of an aging side, uh, probably reliant on a, on on the senior players with not a lot of youngsters coming through. Conversely, South Africa. If you look at South Africa's top six, it's probably as good as anyone in the tournament with the likes of Quinta de Kock opening the batting with. Uh, Bavuma, then you've got Razzie van der Dersen, who's, who's got an unbelievable average in ODI cricket. Aidan Markram's been fantastic in white ball cricket all, um, throughout this year in franchises, uh, uh, 2020 captain in, in franchises, and he's a great player and can bowl spin as well. Henrik Klaassen, uh, Heinrich Klaassen and David Miller in that middle order. You know, if, if you're picking two finishers that can really be explosive at the end of the innings, those two guys are probably as good as anything you'll get in the World Cup. So that top six for South Africa looks very, very strong. My worry with them, Ed, is that Marco Janssen's coming in at seven. It's probably a little bit too high for him. So the tail is a bit long. They're going to miss uh, Norkia. Norkia's out. He's their fast bowler, their fastest bowler. They're going to miss him. He's out injured. They're going to be rely heavily on um, KG Rabada in, in the seam department. And also the spin. Shamsi and Maharaja... Yeah, okay, good bowlers, but not sort of like what I call top spin level. So the bowling is a bit lacking. But out of the two sides that you just mentioned there, Ed, I much prefer South Africa to get to the semi-finals than I do New Zealand. Okay, that price on um, South Africa to uh, reach the the uh, semis then, um, uh, reach the final rather might be might be of interest. I'm going to give you a, a couple of pointers on that South Africa team in terms of what they do with the bat. And we know it's a strength of theirs. And if you don't want to worry about that bowling weakness, uh, the possibility of backing them to be the team that hits the most sixes in the competition with Bet Rivers' terrific market, this one, South Africa at plus 550. Now, I think that's value by the tune of at least um, 100 uh, because Australia are plus 450. And those two teams is the wrong way around in the betting. South Africa's batting strike rate is superior to Australia's and it's only inferior to England in this tournament in the last two years. So team to score most sixes in the competition is a good bet. Likewise, team to have the highest score in the competition with the bat. South Africa, again, plus 750. That's the wrong price. Australia, are plus 500. Again, switch them round. So there's two prices there which are incorrect. John, um, we're going to move on to top tournament run scorer and top wicket taker in the tournament with you uh, for Bet Rivers in a second, but just a little bit of housekeeping, please give us some love on the podcast provider of your choice um, as this tournament goes on, because we're going to be here throughout. Um, we've got another show coming up very, very shortly to look at the first five matches in the tournament and our best picks for that one. So check out that show. This is the future show. We're telling you, who wins across the futures markets. Give us a follow at Because We Win so you can win across 
all sports, not just cricket. Some tremendous content there. John, let's move on to tournament run scorer. Um, we'll give you the key stat here. Five of the last six of these markets across World Cups has been won by a batsman who opens the batting. So that's number one or number two in your batting order. And also the same stat applies in terms of teams making the final. So you want an opening batsman and you want a team which you expect to be going deep. So I suggest you don't look outside that top four in the betting. Uh, very solid strategy. You won't go far wrong. Uh, I'll give you some prices. Shubman Gill plus 650. And I'll limit these two uh, openings, opening batters only with Bet Rivers. Gill plus 650. David Warner plus 1100. His ODI form is holding up. Rohit Sharma, India's opener, alongside Gill plus 900. He won it by one run in 2019 against David Warner. Uh, Imam Hulhak for Pakistan plus 1200. Devon Conway plus 1200. Johnny Besto. Plus fourteen hundred, Quinton de Kock plus sixteen hundred. Uh, John, who do you like? Yeah, I've got to go with an opener, Ed. Really, I mean, as you you rightly said, I mean they're going to get the most chances to bat at the top of the order. I mean, Shubman Gill. I mean, I know it seems very very short, plus six fifty to win this particular market, but he's been unbelievable in all on all formats of cricket this year. Test cricket for the for the Gujarat Titans, he was absolutely immense in the IPL. And in ODI cricket as well, he's been he's been his form has been brilliant uh, right the way through. He's been very very consistent in the Asia Cup, opening the batting with Rohit Sharma. I think possibly with Rohit Sharma, you know, he, he deserves to be high up in the betting as well. But I think India could probably rest him. He's, he's the older one of the two. In a couple of uh, matches, they might rest Rohit Sharma. I expect Shubman Gill, the young guy, to bat in to basically open the batting in every single game. So if India go all the way, you're looking at him to place, play at least 10 matches. Um, I expect him to be there or thereabouts and, and win this particular market. Uh, also, I think a fair price is Quinton de Kock. Um, last World Cup, he's going to be retiring after this to, to go off into the sunset and play franchise cricket around the world. I just think he's got a lot to play for. You know, opening the batting, very, very consistent. And I, and I probably think he's probably a little bit overpriced at plus 1,600. Those will be my two against the field. Uh, good stuff, John. Um, I'll pick out some prices um, for you that I quite like. Um, sticking to um, opening batsmen. Um, Temba Bavuma has been away with uh, South Africa at the moment and, and um, could could rejoin the squad very shortly. Just missed the warm-up games, but plus 1,400 is ODI record in the last two years is excellent. Um, and you won't go far wrong if you switch over to top Afghanistan tournament run scorer and pick Ibrahim Zadran at plus 175 to be top Afghanistan tournament run scorer uh, in this series. He's way head and shoulders above the rest um, on Afghanistan runs. Uh, give me a follow at Cricket Betting so you can keep up to date with my views on the tournament. Likewise, at John Wright 15 on Twitter, or I suppose we should be calling it X these days, John. Um, it's the old fashioned way. Um, at Tournament Wicket Taker for you uh, with Bet Rivers. Uh, we've got a strategy again for this one. It's five of the last six won by left arm pacers. So don't look outside your left arm pacers, and we'll tell you the ones to follow. Uh, for this market. Mitchell Stark has won the last two. He's going for a hat-trick of wins, plus 1,000 with Bet Rivers. Uh, Trent Bolt is my big fancy at plus 1,400. 
You'll know that if you've been following me on X, uh, left-arm pace, incredible strike rate last um, two years. He's actually played only eight matches and come back into the side in the last 12 months, but taking a wicket every 16 balls, a ridiculous record. Uh, Faz Faruqi, the Afghan um, strike bowler, plus two and a half thousand with Bet Rivers. Um, John, any standout picks for you? No, going on the same strategy that you mentioned there, Ed. I mean, I think Shahina Freedy Shaheen for Pakistan. I mean, with the new ball, he's he's very, very devastating. Bowls at the back end as well. I think you need that. Someone that's going to take the new ball, probably get wickets early, and then bowl at the death where you can get some cheap wickets as well. So Shahina Freedy for me, deserves to be up there in the betting. So plus a 1,000 for him uh, would be one of my picks. Outside of that, I think the, the Indian bowlers will probably be fairly well spread because they've got three very, very good seamers that are all in form at the moment. Jasper Brummer is coming back uh, into the side. He's, he's the frontline seam bowler um, and the expectations are very, very high for him. As I say, he's very, very fresh. So I wouldn't put people off plus uh, 1,200 him. Suraj and Shami, similar. I don't think it'll be a spinner. Um, I think we've touched on that. I mean, everyone thinks that India turns square. And uh, it's a spinner, but I think I think probably you're right. A, a, a seamer will end up winning this particular market where you can get wickets early with the new ball and and get wickets at the death. So I think the spinners, are, a lot of the spinners, will bowl the middle overs. Yeah, agree with that. We're not sure of these pitches either. It's not Indian high summer, so they're not going to be absolute dust bowls uh, in the World Cup in 2011. Zahir Khan, left arm pacer again, shared the honours with uh, leg spinner Shahid Afridi and. Um, that was a different period of time. So, uh, yeah, we're going to stick with our strategy for top run scorers and top wicket takers. A clear, clear strategy on how to bet those markets. All right, this is your Bet Rivers World Cup preview show. We're looking at the futures markets. We've gone through each of the key ones, picked out some specials as well. It's now time to nail our colours to the mast, John. Um, I'm going to ask you for your two top picks for your World Cup futures? Well, I think India will win this World Cup. I really do. I think of everything in their favour, home advantage, they've got the strongest side on paper and arguably they're the side in form. I think the only thing that beats them are probably the, the, the expectation of 1.4 billion people and the pressure getting to them. But I think they, they deserve to be favourites. So I'll be backing them to win the World Cup at plus 200. And I think my saver will be uh, on uh, South Africa. I think South Africa will go deep in this tournament. I think they've got a very, very good batting lineup. Their top six is very, very strong. So plus 300 for South Africa to get to the final. So I'm cheering on an India versus South Africa final with India getting the trophy. Okay, great stuff. Thanks, John. My two picks for what it is worth. I'm going to stick with that South Africa gung-ho batting lineup. I'm going to be backing them for most sixes in the tournament at plus, at plus 550 uh, with Bet Rivers. And also team to score the highest in uh, team total in the tournament at plus 750 with Bet Rivers. There you go. I don't think you go far wrong with some of these picks. We're going to be with you throughout the tournament. We've got matches preview as well. There's a show coming up for that one. That's your World Cup preview show done for Bet Rivers. Join us again soon.